Hello and welcome to another episode of the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? Another week, another podcast that features a comic that I bought at the San Diego Comic Con 2017. This is another book that I got for a dollar. This is MGM's Tom and Jerry comics from Dell. This is going to be a bit of a different weekly comic book club because usually I talk about what I've read for the week. This time, I, I haven't even opened the book to read it. I'm going to open it and look through it live. Well, live whenever you hear this podcast. So the book isn't in very good condition. Like The cover's not falling off or anything like that, but the staples are rusty. Uh, corners are dinged up. A uh, little bit of chipping on the right side, so I'm not a grader, but I'd say this is like a, a five at best. But what's great about it is that it's a, it's a classic Tom and Jerry comic from the classic publisher Dell Comics. Cover priced 10 cents, cover dated July. Right away you get that beautiful old comic smell. Reading the Indicia. Tom and Jerry Comics, Volume 1, number 156. Uh, that number is not visible anywhere on the cover. July 1957, published monthly by Dell Comics Publishing. 261 Fifth Avenue, New York, New York. The inside front cover has a great ad for 7-Up, the soft drink. Little Red and the Crazy Mixed Up Wolf, 1957 version. It's basically... Little Red Riding Hood and a wolf and 7-Up. Once upon a time, a hep chick, called Red for short, was walking through the woods to her grandmother's ranch house. Red was taking her a carton of 7-Up. Hep grandmas would rather get 7-Up than anything else. When Red got to her grandmother's, Granny was sitting in her Hollywood bed, looking very strange indeed. But Red was a hep chick, not a dumb bunny. You're not Granny, you're just a wolf, she said. Where's dear old Granny anyway? Ah, shucks, said the wolf, blushing. I locked her in the closet so I could drink her 7-Up. Don't be a crazy mixed-up wolf. Let her out and you can both have some, said Red. Yes, ma'am, said the wolf. And they all drank 7-Up happily ever after. Moral. When you're thirsty as a wolf, have the real thirst quencher. But you don't have to lock people in closets to get it. You can get all you want at the store. It's got this wonderful art style of the time. There's Tom, uh, there's Jerry, and uh, what's the little cousin mouse's name again? Um, Tuffy or Mortimer or something, the little gray mouse. Anyway, they're talking. They're talking while they clean their little mouse hole. Jerry says, clean, 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 that's all we do. And the little one says, yeah, and where does it get us? So, I didn't know that, Jerry Tom and Jerry speak. The art style is a little off model from the cartoons, I would say. It doesn't have the Chuck Jones style. It doesn't have the Tex Avery style. It's still good, of course. But basically, Tom and Jerry and the little kid battle Tom, who's making a big mess. The story is several pages long, inside the house, outside the house. Good sense of dynamics when Tom jumps on a motorbike that he turned into a lawnmower. And of course, it's out of control. He's mowing down the garden fence. 
watermelons, oil and vinegar and pepper splashed everywhere in the cement mixer. And then, and then Tom loves that, so he starts eating it all and then makes a seesaw with, with Jerry and the kid. The next story, NGM Cartoons present Big Spike and Little Tyke. So those are the two bulldog characters that appeared in Tom and Jerry cartoons. The color palette of the, of the two dogs are a little darker than, than I recall from the comics. There's also Billy Goat in this one. My name's Dingaling. So that's an adventure with them. Public school closed for vacation. So basically, Spike thinks he's going cuckoo until he eats some grass that puts him back into his proper state. Spike seems to be his old self again. Get out of here. And little Tyke, that grass sure put the pep into pop. There's a prose story, The Busy Little Bee. Several paragraphs of text about bee, the birds and the bees. And we have Barney Bear with Fuzzy and Wuzzy. Hurry and hitch up the nag, boys. Have to get the milk delivered. Poor old Charlie. He has to haul that milk wagon every day. And even the horse is thinking, love these kids. So I don't recognize these characters, Barney Bear and Fuzzy Wuzzy. I'm sure they had Saturday morning cartoons back in the day. I don't recognize them. They look cute. There's the like grown-up bear and two younger bears and get into hijinks regarding their horse and the rest of the farm and hilarity ensues. Classic er furry styles with uh, haircuts and clothes and pants and everything. That they're bears, yet they have horses, yet they're all animals. The bears talk, but the horse only thinks, so only we can read it. Uh, cartoon logic. Next up is Woof the Prairie Dog. These are a couple of Chippendale ripoffs. Um, art style is not that good compared to the other ones. It's a little, I don't know, they look kind of chubby, but not cute chubby. Running into Ungrand Canyon slowed Charlie, but he'll eventually overtake us, woof. Not if we leave the same way we came in, Sammy. There's an armadillo with a sombrero. It's the armadillo kid. The sheriff comes in, Sheriff Possum. They catch the bad guy and all is well. Another story, a Tom and Jerry story. So two Tom and Jerry's, a couple of other characters. This comic had it all for only 10 cents. Tom and Jerry and the kid again. Again, what's, what's his name again? I should look it up. Tuffy? Uh, Sneezer? No, that was Tiny Toons. They're off uh, sailing on a, on a boat and catching fish. Not as much as the usual antagonism from the classic cartoons, I guess. So they soften them up a little bit. Then the book ends with a full page ad, well, a double page full spread ad for Daisy Air Rifles. Starting off at the left, Dad, Mother 2, read why Daisy is the right gun for early training and fun. Since 1888, Daisy Air Rifles have used the same safer spring type action, the safer short range, the safer low factory limited power. 
Today, daisies are approved for the marksmanship program of the National Rifle Association, the Boy Scouts of America. So to add showing off, getting your kids their first gun, classic 50s art style. This looks like a Professor Utonium type. Let's see prices here, the number 94. If you like Western guns, you'll pick Daisy's Red Rider Cowboy Carbine, 1000 shot style, carbine ring, leather butt hood, 895. The number 25. This gleaming gold filled engraved Daisy pump gun will thrill you. Famous force feed 50 shot repeater, comes with special new screwdriver for taking gun apart in two pieces for vacation travel. Full oval stock, 995. And then for the high rollers, the number eight. You'll be the proudest person in town with the Daisy Eagle. Interesting that they said person rather than you'll be the proudest boy in town. They do actually have a boy and a girl happily beaming as father gives them their first Daisy rifle. Looks like dad's hunting rifle with real two times scope, mounted in heavy top grain leather sling, 1000 shot style, 1395. That was expensive in 1957. Classic Kodachrome photography showing off the, the various guns. The back page is an ad for Wrigley's Juicy Fruit brand gum. Juicy Fruit gum safety quiz. Have some fun. See if you can tell what's wrong with these pictures. Pick out the mistakes and see how many stars you rate in the safety quiz. You rate one star for each mistake you find. See if you can be a 12 star safety expert. To find out what score you made, turn the page upside down. So basically, it's a bunch of kids doing kid stuff, but they're pretty unsafe. For example, kid, two kids riding on one bike. One kid doesn't see where he's going. The other one's got his hands off the handlebar. Let's see what the answers said for that one. Answers. Boys riding double. Boy riding bike not looking where he is going. Boy riding bike in street without using hands. There's a swimming scene. There's like a, it's like a kid pushing down the little brother in the water, jumping to the shoals, acting like they're in trouble, but they're not. Some pyromaniac lighting a fire in the middle of the street, running through traffic with green lights. Well, what's the point of this ad again? It's juicy fruit, but you have to, but you have to find the 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 unsafe practices. Finally, at the very bottom, here's another right answer. Chew swell-tasting juicy fruit gum after every meal. The good natural chewing helps keep teeth clean. Remind your mom to bring some home. Okay. So this was a great book. Um, I have to look through the rest of my collection, but this might be one of the oldest comics I own from 1957. Probably a few from like 55 or so. Also probably Dell Comics. This was a great find at Comic-Con. There were probably more. This was at a sort of $1 fire sale and there were people swarming all over the place. There were probably more of these uh, classic Dell books. It would have been nice to get a few more. But this was a nice sort of live read. And so this week I read Tom and Jerry, number 156 from 1957 by Dell Comics. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. See you next week.